At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Hello, hello, Bill Libby. I, I feel like we're at a championship game. You know, I love the yeah, intro. I love it. Yeah, I mean, they, we should do the intro again, but he <laughs> he shortened it. We had some... We have cool graphics. I don't know where all the graphics are. Aaron hides them sometimes, um, you know. But um, how is life? Uh, I, I remember your wife met my cousin at dermatology school. Yeah, and then um, and you were like, yes, right. Start something new. This and you talked about this and lending and VC. And I was going to do a fintech fund. I tried to take a step back from Benzinga at one point, like. Eight yeah. years ago, and I was going to have this $10 million fintech fund, which one of my first investments would have been Quovo, which was bought by Plaid. That investment nice. itself would have been $5 million, where, where, which the return would have been like $75 million. Anyways, Jeez. I didn't do it. Didn't do it because Benzinga was the core. And yeah, so Upper90.io, why don't you tell everyone what Upper90.io is? Sure. Yeah, so I, I think we've known each other almost a decade now. And my background, similar to Jason's, is in quant trading. And I was talking to my partner, Jason Finger, who started Seamless and kind of an OG in the tech world. And I was talking about how in the quant world, you know, it's using data to make prices and it's super competitive and efficient uh, markets. And in the tech world, if you're a startup, you grow with equity, which is a very inefficient use of capital. And we just like mushed our two backgrounds and said, look, data is everywhere. And so if you're a startup and you have predictable revenue, we should be able to isolate that and give you credit or debt. And so effectively founders can use less equity to get the same amount of growth. And it's, just, it's, it's the same business principles that we see in, you know, Jason in our world, but just applied to the private markets. Yeah. And there's other companies doing that lending type thing um, on receivables with, you know, having the stuff synced up, but you guys have done some of the biggest deals in the space. Like, can you name some of the companies you guys? Yeah, for sure. So when the second thing is when we built our fund, it's, you know, I, I, when you bring together people from different backgrounds, you create new opportunities. I've just seen that through my career. And so when we put together this group of tech founders and quant founders, we kind of found this new way to lend. And so all of our LPs are interesting business builders. We have 500 LPs, we have no institutions, and 75% of our deals come from our LPs. So it's this hugely vibrant ecosystem of different backgrounds. And I think we've been very fortunate. Of our first fund, we raised $75 million. We've done about 15 investments. And four of our first investments have been unicorns. So we were the first institutional capital for ClearBank, which just raised at a $2 billion valuation. We were the first institutional capital for Thrasio, which is rolling up all these Amazon small businesses, um, which 
just financed, you know, at multiples of that. And Crusoe Energy, which is doing Bitcoin mining and is very capital intensive. And then Octane Lending, which is lending money to people buying power sport vehicles. So it's like all these different industries, but we've been able to, in Crusoe's case, say, hey, why would you spend equity on a Caterpillar generator that has nothing to do with being in crypto or startup or ClearBank, let us finance your account receivables or Thrasio, let us finance the inventory or let us finance your acquisitions. So all these founders own like two or three times the amount of equity having worked with us versus if they went the traditional VC growth equity path. Now, so that's interesting. Whoa, I just heard an echo. Producer AB, you're doing something. All right. <laughs> um, ClearBank, doesn't it, isn't it sort of similar to your model or no? Well, I think that data lets us price risk. And so, and you know that better than anyone, and that's core to Benzinga's whole probably premise, right? And so ClearBank said, look, if Allbirds is spending a dollar on marketing and they have two years of revenue history to say, I spend a dollar on marketing, I make $3. They should be able to get financing for that activity. So ClearBank's isolating marketing spend and ClearBank's the best in the world that I've seen, Michelle Romanow and Andrew D'Souza at acquiring customers. FinTech's about customer acquisition, full stop. So we said, go and do what you're best at, building tech and acquiring customers. Let us be your FinCo partner. So we partnered with ClearBank to do this practice. With Octane Lending, we said, look, go and build a point of sale system for power sport dealerships. Let us be your FinCo. And so Thrasio, go and acquire all these Amazon stores. So my view is that every business should have upper 90 because we can isolate some part of their business that is more efficient and more predictable. So ClearBank we're partnering with, but there's many others that we can also partner with for yeah. other so, so that makes a lot more sense to me. So ClearBank, they know their marketing spend and you're going to go to that specific item. So for Benzinga, we know our cost to acquire our CAC and our LTV for Benzinga Pro. And Correct. so, you know, and say we're doing 10 million a month and we wanted to spend more, you could give us, you know, instead of us going to raise, you would give us a loan, yeah. so to speak, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's really a mix. Like we're just saying what's happened is in the asset management space, every fund has raised too much money. And so they are now being forced to put as much money in as early as they can. So founders are ending up owning less of the company than the investors at the end of the day. And so like the people that are actually taking the risk should get more of the fruit, not the late stage investors. And to accomplish that, I think they need to use a mix of equity and debt. And so I think like to, to kind of like our most fun is sitting with founders. And so let's look at Benzinga. You do a conference every year. You're going to sell tickets. You might need cash now and you can predict the amount of tickets you're going to sell. So we can front load some of those forward receivables. You might have a two year contract with Goldman selling them some technology or data or millennium. We can help bring forward because you're not going to get those revenues into the future. So there's so many ways to work with founders. But would I, but would I for that example of the event would I go to ClearBank too? Or no, you would go to Upper Ninety. So ClearBank, to your question, is just focusing on marketing spend. Got it. Upper Ninety has a much broader mandate. We can work with a wide variety of customers to solve more bespoke challenges. So we're not kind of doing one thing in a repeatable way. We're looking to partner with people that are doing one thing well. Got it. Okay. Okay. And how much money have you guys deployed? Yeah. So when we were first talking, we had raised a $77 million fund in 2018 and it was four of us. And 
today we're we've invested over 1.5 billion dollars of capital and we have a team of 21 and we have over 500 lps and about 50 portfolio companies so you, you raised 75 million and then you did you raise like a new fund of like 200 million or was it yeah then we raised a second fund and a third fund and we've done co-investments where we can size into our winners we're a big believer that your best idea may be better than your next 10 ideas so we have about 500 million in fund AUM and then another billion dollars of co-investments that we're adding to our winners, like ClearBank and Thrasio. Well, what do you mean a billion of co-investments? Like, like We've set up co-investment vehicles where we're managing capital Got to it. size into like, you know, ClearBank, our first investment was, you know, 10 million, our last one was 250 million. Got it, okay, that's, aw that's awesome, congratulations. So we can be like a life cycle partner to these companies, but our key is getting in early. Has your wife retired now and not even become a dermatologist? She's doing God's work. She's much smarter than me and, you know, is doing interesting. Right. She's, she's the smart one of our family. Yeah. Yeah. Are, um, any, are any, like, are you following the stock market at all? Any stock plays, anything like that? Um, okay, not you know, really. I mean, you know, we, it's like, are there certain companies? Like I'm a big believer in um, HubSpot. I have a, a big position. I have a big position in uh, several companies and sure. uh, yeah i just i think that we're, we're in a unique position for your listeners because we're investing in these companies like think of the amount of data that clearbank has on how e-commerce is doing totally so like you can then kind of extract that to like stripe and square and a lot of companies thrasio for everyone on the call is rolling up sellers on amazon like jason and i could leave this call and we're going to build a product for podcasts. Like people can buy a microphone kit and a web kit for podcasts. In 24 hours, we could sell that as a small business on Amazon. There's 50,000 sellers on Amazon that make it more than a million dollars of EBITDA a year. But each one of them are subscale. So like Thrasio is going rolling up all of these small businesses yep. like you would franchises 20 years ago. We could see from that how well Amazon is doing based on the organic growth of that industry. So I think we, we think that e-commerce, like everyone thinks will be a reversion to like offline sales will go higher, online sales will go down post COVID. We think there's structural trends that have, that will persist. Like we think like the Amazons, the Stripes, like these things will just get bigger. Um, yeah. And you know, and so how are the numbers? Are the numbers great, like doing great? Therasio, all these companies, I mean, I'm familiar with Therasio, are the numbers very strong? They're very strong. I just think we found this white space where it, it's too capital intensive for a venture capital firm and a bank is still not comfortable with like an Amazon seller, right? They're like, I can feel a coffee shop on Main Street and I feel like that's real collateral. But if somebody's selling something on Amazon, I, I that's not real. Like, you know, and I think that there's this white space of being able to underwrite like what is an actual business in the online world. And I think they're just going to be, you know, what's the value of a like on Instagram to an influencer? Like what's the value of, of, a, of a subscriber to your YouTube channel? Like I almost guarantee in five years, you'll start being able to model what these are worth and get financing for that. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And, and so you can, you, 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 yeah, you can monetize the person, the TikToker, right? I Absolutely. Mean, and it's going to happen. Like it's a small business. Like it's a golden age to be an entrepreneur. But you don't have financing that you, you know, the technology is kind of outpaced the financing options. And I think that's the gap we want to fill. And that's the gap you're filling. So, and you're an over, you're over a billion dollar fund now. Yes. Wow. That's, that's impressive. So that's one of the bigger funds that you don't necessarily get all the press that, you know, I mean, I know you're yeah. investing, but 
Well, um, that's why that's why we're here. You know, yeah, I had to push you to come on. Yeah, you know, no, I love it. Like, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. <laughs> you know, but guys, if you have a company that you know needs money or wants money and has recurring rev and you know it's defined and uses like recurly or Stripe, you know, Upper Ninety has definitely solutions. And the thing is, it's not just money. You get access to their LPs, which is yeah, absolutely driven people. So. Um, I know this wasn't like a stock play, but I wanted to, yeah. And so these are some of the companies that- they And just to give you a little bit more context, because I think to it, like opening up people's minds about like what can be financed. So FilmRise was one of our first investments. They take data from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, YouTube, and Roku. They can track what people are watching digitally. And so with that information, they can estimate what the value is of content. So like after The Crown, they see British miniseries are very popular. So they'll go to BBC and they'll license their digital rights to TV shows from the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. And we're giving them the capital to go and acquire all this long tail content, which are then selling to Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. So you know, Phil, FilmRise buys the data from Netflix, Roku, and who else you said? YouTube, Hulu, it has a way to kind of pull in all this data and then they yep. can model what, the, like, what viewership is. Um, Bravo Capital, when you download an app on your phone, for whatever purpose, could be Benzinga, could be a meditation app. Apple and Google pay those small business developers 60 days later. They need money today to manage marketing and inventory and you know payroll. Bravo will give them money today and collect from Apple. So like there's all these kind of new and interesting online businesses that I think we can really help get bigger faster without having to sell it over sell stake in your company. Got it. Okay. No, that's I mean, I just put up FilmRise. It's a very unexplored industry. I mean, people are relying on Nielsen numbers. And Nielsen, we used to be a Nielsen house. It's BS Nielsen. So, um, you know, so. Um, and, and for the traders on the call, like, you know, when I was talking to my old boss at Goldman, who's an LP in our fund, you know, he said, look, in the 90s, like if Microsoft came to Goldman and said, I want to buy back stock, they would have no idea what the fair price of that derivative was. Products like Benzinga and others have kind of made it easier to type into a machine and get fair value. If you go to a, a producer and said, I want to buy the rights to Three's company on YouTube International, they have no idea like what the fair value is and it's new revenue. So I think it, it's kind of like unlocking all these new biz revenue streams for, for assets that, you know, which is good for everybody. No, I, and I just love your story because five years ago, six, seven years ago, we were talking back and forth, just figuring out how to do this FinTech fund. You were looking to do a fund. I kept growing Benzinga and you started this from scratch and it's a billion dollar, it's a billion dollar business. You guys, wherever you are today, you can start something and be, you know, like as Bill said, Bill's dumb. It's his wife that's smart. You yeah, know, exactly. you just bring together it. smart people and I think pay it forward. I think that's our relationship. We've always tried to help each other when we can and it comes back in spades. And I think it's, it's fun for everyone in finance. I think it's really fun getting closer to the tech world where change is happening. And I think we can bring more efficient capital to help founders. And I just think it it's just kind of an interesting merging of two worlds. Yeah. And Bill, um, Billy, one of the people in chat said, this guy is going to be famous like Elon Musk in 10 years. <laughs> so we'll have to start a coin. Time. Watch. Yeah, let's start a coin. <laughs> now the next well, guest after you has a lot to live up to. They're, you're getting compared to Elon Musk. Well, my wife won't like that. I think he's had like four wives. So oh, yeah. you know, I have to, you know, we'll have to be careful. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Long time, no talk. Absolutely. Hope to see you in person soon. Congrats with everything. Thank you. Congrats with everything with Let's you, find man. a deal together. Let's find a deal together. Yeah, we'll come back on the show. Let's do it. I think it's a goal. By the end of the year, we'll find an investment together 
based on these themes. Done. I love it. We will find one. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Billy. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.